Hello. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Yourself? Yeah, right. It's been a while, Jays. It's just been a minute. Yeah. <sighs> well, what? how's your month? Month? It's only been three weeks here. You're not four weeks. Yeah, three weeks, but like, I don't know. Oh, it was eventful. Cool. <sighs> Do you watch anything? Do you have any uh, bonuses, watched... Jace? No, I don't, but all I've seen recently is The Lord of the Rings, the second one. Ooh. And halfway through the third one. Yeah, same. I got halfway through the third one. Oh, uh, you fall asleep? Yeah, I just fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Ah, <sighs> yeah. So you didn't watch that troll movie? No, 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 no. It's in a different language, so I'm going to have to watch it another time. Why is that a problem? Oh, you want to play video games in the background? Yeah. Jace, that's not how you consume the films. Consume the films? Yeah, it's a visual medium and you're just listening to them. No, like, I'm still watching it. You know, uh-huh. my vision is the movie in front of me and to the left is a gaming screen. Or when i got my computer set up, I've got it the other way where movies to my left and gaming on the right. It's all with an eye view. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, everyone, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone, then that's all right. But I'm just going to straight up say you're, you're doing it wrong. You should do it the right way. Should I now? What's the right yeah. way you can tell me? Teach me the ways. Um, to watch the film because how do you can you actually pay attention to it at the same time yeah I've watched um, I started Wednesday this morning the Netflix series uh, while gaming I've, I've, or I'll just finish, while gaming I'll finish yeah. Blockbuster which is on Netflix and then I started Wednesday and I'm like I think I'm nearly finished that how's that Any good? it's actually pretty good I quite like it it's got Tim Burton's name all over it on yeah, like the trailers I'm and stuff. Sure Tim you... Burton directed it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, oh. I, like, I wasn't a fan of Pugsley though, because the Pugsley I remember back in the how many days ago it was or years ago, should I say? He was like love torturing things and like, yeah, it sounds like he has ADHD. This one is like a coward, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I watched a bunch of stuff in the month of November, which has passed. Yeah. Do you want me to just, like, give you the highlights? All right, pick your best ones, Keegan. All right, so first a Jeremy Savile movie, the guy who made Lucretia. He made a movie called The Test, and I watched it. Yeah, okay. It's on Tubi. Um, this guy is testing his wife, stress tests, to make sure she's worthy of his marriage burying him okay so there's like you know here's some manipulation and um it's really weird it's also really bad and um you know how you watch the movie on tv right Mm, tv guide like back in the day you watch it you get into it and then some ads pop up and you're like oh fuck ads i have to wait for the movie to come back on now Mm. okay whenever so because we watched on tubi there'd be ads yeah. And instead of 
that every time the ads would pop up, we'd feel like a sense of relief because we're getting a break from the film. Oh, okay. It was that bad. Wow, that bad. The ending was ridiculous because she catches on, um, it leaves him at the altar, and then it's like months later, she's trying to move on, he's still in love with her, and then he um, attempts to commit suicide in front of the restaurant she's eating at. Oh, no. And she, yeah, by like getting hit by a car. And she runs out and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I just want to see your face one more time before I killed myself on the street in front of you. She's like, don't do that. And then they get back to, he's just like, I promise I won't be manipulative anymore, like after threatening suicide. And I'll be good. And then they get back together. Oh, okay. Interesting. Does she yeah. get back to him, like back with him because of pity? Um, I guess so. And they just, they both cry in the middle of the road. Oh my God. And it's a, yeah, the guy who made Laquisha Jess. Oh no. Um, I watched Capone, 975. It's just like a, Ben Gazzara, he's just, he's really, um, going for it and it's cool. He just takes the attention off, like, in every single scene he's in, he's just crazy. It's like a Corman-produced gangster flick, and um, it's pretty goofy. But um, Ben Gazzara's version of Capone, he still comes off as a little bit um, dangerous. He's pretty unhinged. He's like the bald guy from Opening Night. Yeah. And in this movie, his sidekick is Sylvester Stallone. Wow. He makes Sylvester Stallone look smaller than him with his performance. Oh, performance-wise, not like muscle mass or anything? No, it's just like more intimidating than Sylvester Stallone wow. in this gangster flick. Yeah, that was cool. Mm. Two-Minute Warning was like a pretty cool, cynical little 70s disaster movie. It's just like got that structure where it's like, oh, well focus on a few characters and humanize them a bit before the disaster happens and a bunch of them get hurt so that we feel for them instead of just seeing a crowd of people. Yeah. Like the disaster in this movie is um, a mass shooting at a... Um, what was the sport? A football stadium, yeah. Yeah, a guy with a sniper up in a tower. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. Um, it's really tense. It was really intense. Oh. It's just like, just a did the formula well. It just worked. It's got John Cassavetes in it. He's a SWAT leader. He catches the guy, and then um, Jenna Rowlands is in it too. Her husband yep. gets shot in the movie. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. There's a lot going on. There's some cool, cool shots. Very solid. If you like 70s movies, Jess. Oh, you um, know how much I like 70s music. I meant movies. Yeah, Jess. Good job. Um, Despicable Me 3 was cool. There's a scene where Gru has to speak Minionese to the Minions. And he says banana and all the Minions laugh at him. And it's like a visual metaphor because... 
in that moment, the minions are a metaphor for the people that watch these movies and laugh at the minions being stupid. Okay. So you, in this case. Yeah. It's like it puts the mirror up. It exposes the viewers. It's like Goose says banana and the minions laugh and we're the minions, Jess. Yeah. I believe so, that. So, me three. Um, She-Hulk was interesting, Jess. Um, Wait, She-Hulk's a Hulk? movie? It's a TV show. I watched a show for the first time um, this year. Why are you adding a show to it? I'm confused. This is like the Iron Man 2 of Phase 4. And it's like it's like this year's Free Guy. It's got the, the Free Guy song in it. Um, do-do. do do You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's really just super on the nose. Hulk says, bruh. The ending is really whack. Like she... Jumps through the camera. No, she jumps into the Disney Plus screen. This is so spoilers right now. <laughs> jumps into another show, but then jumps onto the set. Or like in the real world. It says, hey, I want to talk to Kevin Feige, the writer. And they're like, okay. And then she meets Kevin and it's like a robot. And it's like, oh, there's a... We, the algorithm says we have to end the show like this. And she says, no, I'd do it like this instead. And so it's like the TV show that's really bad is really heavily insisting um, that it's not shit. And <laughs> I just found it fucking funny, Jess. They brought okay. back Daredevil. She fucks him. Um, there's like court scenes. That is just. This is like a really. Okay, again, you're dragging this out way too long. <laughs> We're not okay, TV next. show talk about us, mate. All right, all right, next. Um, I watched a silent film that you would actually really like, Jace. All right. It's called The Lost World. It's got dinosaurs in it. Um, the special effects. Special yeah. effects. Same guy who made did the effects for King Kong. So stop motion dinosaurs, monkeys, wacky characters. Um, there's a main guy. He needs to face death so that his <coughs> fiance will actually marry him. She says, "I can't be with a man unless he's faced death." And then she leaves him for an accountant at the end of the movie, who hasn't faced death. And then there's Mr. Challenger, who wants to lead this exhibition. And according to his wife, he just throws dudes out of windows, and that's why he can't get his expeditions funded very easily. Yeah. Because it just keeps throwing people out of windows. Yeah. Um, there's lots of just reaction shots of Bessie White. And it kept cutting to. And it was just... Oh, it's just a shot of her making a face in a room somewhere... Somewhere else completely. That they're cutting into the movie. And that was annoying. And there's also racism. You know, just one of the characters is in blackface. It was really cringe. But apart from that... The stop motion. The stats... Good stuff. Um, and then I watched another silent film, Jace. You would really like this one. I think you'd like another this one. Another one? Damn, it's called, okay. It's called uh, Metropolis. Okay. Futuristic city. 
um, is sharply divide. There's a sharp divide between the working class and the city planners, and the son of the city's mastermind falls in love with one of the working class prophets, who predicts the coming of a savior to mediate their differences. Chess. There's a revolution in a big sci-fi. Same guy who made Diebnebel Ungen Siegfried, Jace. Oh no. Okay. Why would <laughs> I like this? Uh, it's really cool. It's got cool sets and miniatures. It's a beautiful movie. Okay. Um, bringing Up Baby was like a screwball comedy that had a real leopard in it. There's a scene where a leopard play fights the dog. And the leopard jumps into some guy's car and the girl who's trying to transport the leopard to her auntie's house is like, oh shit, that's not good. So she steals the car. Um, really good. I uh, watched Ford vs. Ferrari, which is like Speed Racer, but for dads. For dads. <laughs> um, Scarface is cool. There's like a thing at the start of Scarface where it's like a call to action that says, hey, this movie recreates real um, things that happen, real violent things, and the government's got to do something about these gangsters, and it just shows us a gangster movie. Oh, okay. But if I was the government, I wouldn't do shit because I want more movies like this. It was good. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, there's also... I'm doing another director dive, but I'll get into that next week. Okay, all right. Yeah. How long did that take, Jace? I talked about... About 20 minutes. She-Hulk. Oh, uh, wait. I don't yeah. know. Because I don't know if we started at 7 or not. Nah. The timer says 14 minutes. The timer says 14. Oh, 14 minutes on the recording. Yeah, true. That's not so bad. I can talk about some more things, Jess. If you want. I'll just talk about... No, let's just get into the movies. All right, let's just get into it. Yeah. Which one do you want to talk about first? It's completely up to you, Jess. It's up to you. Let's talk about Nikki and Mickey. Mikey and Nike. Mikey and Nike. Yeah. Isn't it this movie? Mikey and Nikki? Yeah. I was just um, pronouncing it differently, Jess. So this, in Philadelphia, a small-time bookie who stole mob money is in hiding and he begs a childhood friend to help him evade the hitman who's on his trail. You gave it a 4 out of 10, Jess. I did. So Can't I'd... remember why? I cannot. You can't remember why, okay. No. Maybe I'll go through it and you might remember see a few things, all right? All right. I'll, I will react to you and add my bits when I remember stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, Nicky calls Mikey from a hotel. He's not doing well. He's been marked for death. Mikey comes and says oh, he's going to help right. him step that's down. that's right. Yeah, yeah, I know this movie now. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. What did you think of the opening in the hotel? Did you... Uh, it was confusing. Like, yeah. Confusing, mysterious, yeah. slowly reveals. Yeah, I'd say mysterious. Yeah. Um, he was talking about the killer straight away, but old mate asked him suspicious questions, and I immediately was like, "This guy's in on it." I swear to God. Yeah. Well, my first time watching it, I was like, "Oh, he just wants to know. He wants the information because he's in that life. He's, he's a gangster. He works for a boss." Mm-hmm. I just thought it was for that reason. He's like, who wants to kill my friend? That kind of thing. But oh, you kind of you kind of caught on real quick, Jess, because you're correct. 
it is revealed mm. afterwards. But I think, I think immediately, this opening is great. I think Cassavetti's performance is just really good. Okay, he's just manic. You can see that um, his the character he's playing has just been. It's like he's been hit with a hard existential reality check. Like he's thinking this whole time that he, oh fuck, I've done it now. I'm gonna die, and he's just shit scared. And you, I just think it's played out really well. Yeah. Okay. What did you think? Um. Yeah, like acting wise, I feel like they did a really good job. Yeah. Like, like he looked like he was actually scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then his friend comes, Mikey, and um, he's just trying to kick the door down. Do yeah. you remember that? He's trying yeah, to foul yeah, yeah. kick the door. I like that because in a normal movie, he'd kick the door down and it would work. But in real life, if I tried to kick down a door, it would just be like this, where I'd hurt myself a even more. Yeah, you'll mm. twist your ankle or some shit. Yeah. What do you think of... um? Peter Falk ordering that coffee, the the coffee. Oh, scene. the one he was just wait was that in the bar? Yeah, yeah. He, um, Nikki tells him to go downstairs and grab him a coffee. No, no, he went down to get him a coffee and like some antacids or something. Yeah, a milky coffee. And he says, "Hey, give me half and half." And the the coffee, the coffee guy's just like, "I don't know how to do that." I'll have to charge you for 15 coffees if you want half of them filled with coffee. I mean, and milk. Mm. And then yeah. he just gets frustrated and jumps over the counter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he ran into the... and But he wanted just cream after that because he thought he was poisoned or something like that. <laughs> was yeah. Like, oh, cream will help you. And I was like, what the fuck drugs are they on? And meanwhile, upstairs, he's just freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's really under stylized as well. There's it's not a perfectly visual movie. Yeah. Because there's some there's some weird cuts and edits and stuff, and it's like it kind of really works for um the story and like to make it more depressed, depressing. Yeah, they just, did do that. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it did kind of seem depressed, but I don't know. I think there should have been more to the story than just those two guys. I mean, there yeah. kind of was, but just not enough. Well, the story. Well, uh, the story is like quite simple, and it gives the actors a lot of room to play with it and just sort of improvise a lot, because that's the thing that. Those two actors, John Cassavetes and Peter Falk, just are really good at. Yeah. And so, like, they filmed so much for the film, and it took her, like, it took the director, like, I don't know, over 100 days to edit it down to movie length, because these two guys, they would just play out the scene, and all of a sudden they just start improvising and just doing their thing together in the characters they're playing yeah and then Elaine May the director to just keep shooting just keep shooting because it's like oh my holy shit this is gold what these two guys are coming up with and just yeah yeah that's pretty good mm-hmm. so then they leave the hotel it's revealed that Mikey is trying to set up Nikki at a bar 
but Nicky suddenly decides to go see his ex and kid, then changes his mind again. Mm. It turns into a series of events where Mikey keeps trying and failing to set up Nicky, who is hysterically all over the place. Bar, then a second bar where Mikey calls his wife, then the bus going to the movie, then he goes to his mum's grave instead, then he goes to his girlfriend's house in a really depressing scene. And then meanwhile, the hitman is just running around trying to find him. And he's lost. Yeah, I mean, like, he was on his track for ages. And then because he changed his mind, he, <laughs> he just lost him. Yeah. And then it cuts that hitman, and it's just like a regular-looking fat dude, Jess. He doesn't look like a normal mm. hitman in oh, the movie. but he had a gun, Keegan. He's a hitman. He had a gun. Yeah. yeah that's it. I thought that was kind of cool. What, that he had a gun? No, that he just looked like an average person, but was actually hit oh, me. okay. Instead of just getting like an intimidating looking actor, like Sylvester Stallone or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, he looked intimidating enough. I've seen mafia people or hitmen that look like, look like him in a way. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, even though it is kind of under stylized, I still like the um, I still like the look of the movie as well. Lots of naturally street lit nighttime street scenes. Yeah, in Philadelphia, whatever. Yeah, it kind of has a bleak vibe and just just prioritizes their performances. You know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <clears throat> But the way it's like structured, that whole thing where he's crazy and he keeps changing his mind and the hitman's going to this location, it's the wrong location, that one, and it just keeps going like that, it could almost be like a comedy in a way. Yeah. But they just play it so straight and it just works. I just didn't like how... I don't know, the whole movie, it made me feel that these guys were just bickering at each other the whole movie while it's being chased by hitman and i just i don't know it's weird yeah i don't know I, th- I liked every single scene there's even like a conversation later after the girlfriend scene and they're really just exploring their characters and it's revealing information about what nikki and mikey were like before this and why yeah. they stopped being friends and why they came back because it just it gives you all that background information. Yeah. So you're like seeing it, you're seeing um, more of what these guys are all about the longer the movie goes on, even though it's like through bickering. But it's like the things they're saying, there's it is adding to it. Yeah, because they've known each other for since they're like kids or something. Yeah. But, yeah, one guy ended up turning famous and the other guy was jealous, I guess. Or, no, I think he was more upset that his best friend didn't come see him or talk to him unless he wanted something. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was jealousy, but I think he kind of likes his life. He has, He's definitely successful. He works for the boss. And mm. he's in, like, a really safe position. He's got, like, a wife and kid in a um, gated neighborhood. And he just wants to hold on to that and... Mm. That kind of thing. He doesn't want the stuff getting back to him with Nikki. But at the same time, there's other things that he's jealous of Nikki for. Like, 
his charisma and the way he can just become friends with the important people like his boss and just yep. he's got that talent that he I guess he wishes he wants wishes he had yeah but then at the same no, I, time like Nikki has that charisma and that personality but it also got him in the situation where they want him dead now where he thought he could steal from them and get away with it you know what I mean yeah I know what you're saying because Nikki could never have the stuff that Mikey has Mikey could never have the stuff that Nikki has it's like a yeah true yin and yang type situation Jess yeah hmm yeah. Did you like the graveyard scene where he's at his mum's grave? Yeah, but I feel like there's a lot of disrespect there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Mikey's trying to be respectful and he's like trying to do that prayer and then Nikki just keeps joking. Being yeah, silly. I know, being he's a been... drunken tosser. Talking to his mum. He's not even sure if it's his mum's grave. He's just at a grave. And he's like, oh, it's probably this one. Yeah. Hmm. I really liked that scene too. But both of these dudes are bad people, definitely. You see that more and more throughout the whole movie. Like, Nikki, yeah, Nikki's a massive, like, manipulator and abuser of just all the women in his life. And all the drugs in his life. Yeah. And I guess Mikey, he doesn't respect his wife because he tried to have sex with Nikki's girlfriend because Nikki pranked him. He says, oh, yeah. Yeah, she'll just she just gives out. You should do it, and then Mickey tried it, and then I know. I yeah. was like, why did he just try to do this? Like, why mm-hmm. did he just think like, no, I don't want to? And also, he's like betraying this guy. He's, he works for a mob boss, and he's trying to get the guy killed. So yeah. these are both like just terrible people, but they're just really deep and interesting characters. Yeah, played really well. Are you like agreeing with this stuff or like? Yeah, yeah, I am. Do you think like, is it affecting your rating at all? You know how you got. No, I still didn't like it. Yeah, because in your little review you wrote, um, you said it was an alright movie, very dramatic about two best friends who one is trying to get the other killed because he is a cunt. That is all. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's that's it. You don't like that they're bad guys. No. You don't like the... It just sounds like a person got jealous of his life and he's upset that his friend isn't coming to visit him. So the boss is putting a hit on him and he's helping the boss do it even though they've been best friends since they were kids. Yeah. It's just... I don't like it. It makes him unlikable, but I don't think it makes the movie worse, for me at least. Because I still think he's just a really well-done character, even though he's a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well. I don't know. That's just my opinion. We like different things anyway, Jason. We do. So then after the girlfriend scene, they fight and separate. Mikey meets up um, with the hitman at the cinema. Nikki goes to see his ex-wife and kid, then his girlfriend again. Uh, Mikey has a meeting with his boss and explains the situation. The boss has the hitman drop Mikey home and keep watch as he suspects Nikki will try to go there. Mm. 
that scene where he goes to say goodbye to his kid was really sad too. Because remember they're in the bar having that conversation, drinking beer and milk, and then he's saying, "Oh yeah, my kid's a great kid, and he he holds my he holds my thumb, and he likes me a lot." And he's now he's at the place trying to say goodbye to his kid, and he's holding his thumb out. He's like, "Here, here's my thumb. You like my thumb?" And the kid's just crying and rejecting him, and he's like, "Okay." Oh, that's right, because he's never around for his kid. Yeah. Like, of course. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's like really, it's really bleak. Every scene is like this, like, man. <laughs> and then Mikey's, in, Mikey's home with his wife. He tells her the story of his dead brother. Then Nikki turns up and begs to be let inside. And then the hitman shoots him. Yeah. At um, Mikey, is it mate? Nikki's front door, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So that's that's Mikey and Nikki Jess. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. I just still don't like it. That's all right, Jess. I still love it. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you do, Keegan. Apparently, it was based on real people from the director's childhood. Did I tell you the story? Oh, was it actually? Yeah, the director grew up in this community and there were these two brothers that she knew. And yeah. one of them was really charismatic and well-liked and the other a little bit less so. And so the, the charismatic, likable one got in trouble with the mob because he stole from them. And yeah. then he was trying to hide and stuff and the mob wanted him. So they said to his mum, hey, just give us... Because the mob really liked him. And, but because they had betrayed them while being well-liked, it hurts them more and they want to kill them. Yeah. But they said to the mother, hey, just send us one of your brothers so someone's got to pay. And so she sent the less-liked brother and they killed him, even though he didn't do anything. Poor bastard. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Brutal. I mean, in that type of life, like, let's say if you joined up like like that, it'd be the same story. Yeah. Like, Keegan, you have to pay me someone that you know, like, blood of someone you know. You gotta pick me, wouldn't you, Keegan? Um, over myself, yeah. Yeah, um, Keegan, you got to pick either Jason or you got to pick your dog or your cat. Pick one of them and I'd send you. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll accept that. If you had to don't, choose don't your dog, dog. Maybe the cat over me, actually. Nah, I like my cat. If you, if you had to choose your dog over me, Jace, I would understand and I would accept yeah. I would accept death. So, yeah, dog, dogs are cool. Cat's a different story. Mine's a good cat, though. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, the rule, what's your rating? Four still? Hasn't changed? Yeah, it's still a four. Still hasn't changed, Keegan. It's actually higher than what I wanted to put it at. Yeah? Like, I want to put lower, but it did have good acting. Uh, I don't know. I felt like the story was garbo. I feel like it yeah. could have done a lot better. Hmm. I think it just all worked out perfectly. It's like a story like that and those actors to just 
do what they want with it. Yeah, okay. It just turned into like a... I think it turned into like a really good movie. I'll give it a... Can you, you can guess my rating, Jason. Is it, oh, is it a 11 out of 10? Oh, close. It's 10. Oh, it's 10. No, it's lower than I thought. There you go. So, yeah. And then you picked the ritual because there's death in it. Yep. Oh, there's heaps of death in it. Yeah. I did, this movie wasn't too much higher than the, that other movie. Still, you put it higher though, didn't you? Yeah, it's a five. Not a four, it's a five. <sighs> and I, it had spooky features and there was certain times. Like, you know, I hate horror movies where they're like, there's this fearsome thing out there, but you don't see what it is. <laughs> this movie actually showed you and it was cool. Oh, yeah. I actually really enjoyed the thing that was like killing people. No, because I remember when this came out, like 2017, wasn't it? Yeah, and then I just, I was seeing the articles everywhere and people were just having conversations about um, creature design and stuff because this monster was so sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, honestly, the coolest thing about it. Otherwise, yeah, I don't know. The story was alright, but it could have been better. It's literally just was, a Norse god in the woods that gets worshipped by a mortal cult. Yeah. Mm, that's the ending, by the way. Spoilers. Yeah, but you got to watch it just to watch the thing come out of the woods. It's pretty creepy looking. Shall I start off reading reading the story? Yeah, go, go ahead. Five friends meet at a pub to discuss plans for a group holiday. Rob suggests hiking in Sweden, but then gets rebuffed. Then afterwards, Luke and Rob leave to purchase alcohol, but interrupt a robbery in progress. Luke hides while the thieves harass Rob for his valuables. And then they kill him. Yeah, they fucking shot him in the head. Yeah. And six months later, the remaining four embark on a hiking trip to northern Sweden in Rob's memory. At the end of the first day, they set up a picture of Rob with candles and some mementos, each take a drink out of his flask and then... They pull the rest out. This description yeah, I'm reading has got too many details. They could cut this down. Probably. Then the next morning, yeah. they head out again. And then one of them's just like, oh, yeah, I'm fucked. Let's take a shortcut through the woods. And they do that. And they, then nighttime falls. They still haven't gotten out the other end. There's rain. It forces them to find shelter. And they come across an abandoned cabin with some creepy shit in the upstairs. Yeah, that was creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think... I think it's okay, you know? It starts off alright. These boys, um... Oh, yeah, it was a good twist at the start. Yeah, I wasn't really a big fan of the characters at all, but it was like, it's a pretty good-looking movie. I just find that a lot of the dialogue to be really average. Very average. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the fact that old mate, like, defended himself and, like, hid so he didn't, like, get affected by the robbery and then mm-hmm. the rest of his friends blamed him for it, I thought was kind of on point because he's kind of being selfish, but at the same time, like, if it was you, Keegan, what would you do? You would go hide real quick. Like, you wouldn't even think, like... Oh, I'd be shitting myself too. It's like a really situation. Yeah, you can't think in those moments. Yeah, they're like, I don't really like the characters that much. 
I don't think they're very good. But then there's moments like this there where the things that they do um, does some cool stuff like that. Like the way he coward, yeah. cowardly just like walks into that behind the shelf or whatever, leaves his friend there. Yeah. Like later on, that guy pisses his pants in the cabin. And it's just like, yeah. it does some interesting things occasionally. Oh, I thought it was weird how um, they're all dreaming, but all the dreams <laughs> are real. Yeah. And, like, he walks outside the cabin and he just gets stabbed in the chest with five fingers that were, like, woody looking like a tree. Mm-hmm. And then it just disappears and he wakes up and he's like, holy shit, what was that? That was a bad dream. But then he looks at his chest and he's got five finger holes in his chest. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of spooky. Yeah, and then the other guys, they wake up in, like, with different fucked up things having happened to them. One mm. of them is just... Screaming in a corner, the other one's pissed his pants, and the fourth friend is naked upstairs in a um, a praying pose or a worshiping pose in front of the mm. weird thing up there. Yeah, the idol or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and he woke up like that, and that's pretty intense. Yeah, that's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, it was a see that and um, the monster that you see. I felt like gave it a five. Oh, yeah, there's some, like, strong moments, but, like, overall, it's, like, a... I mean, I gave it a six. It's... I don't know if I liked it, though. Yeah? It was, like, it was all right. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Yeah. That's pretty much me, too, but I liked the look of it as well. I thought it was... A... Yeah. Good shots of the woods, you know? Yeah. And there's that kid... They did that thing where it, like, re-brings back the um, liquor store in the woods in like the dream sequences but they yeah. they did it too many times they kept bringing it back and it's like fucking hell alright I get it yeah 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 I know they kept like it was like it was trigger moment like he was fucked up because of this reason yeah well he has like a character arc where he gets over his cowardice and becomes a not coward person it's like mm. a his character arc and it's like it's just a bit too on the nose, like really obvious. That's why they keep bringing back the liquor store in the woods. Because it's like, oh shit, this is a moment where I sh- need to be a big man and not be a coward now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did you think about the ending? You know how they're like, oh, you know, the God gives us eternal life. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's, that's just bullshit to fucking, you know, like a god would do. Anyway, but they go upstairs and all the people that are ancient, like they're like over 100 years old, easy, yeah. are just there still alive. And I was like, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's like, I thought it was really cool too when he walked in there and just set them all on fire. Yeah, yeah, setting on fire. I had a lot of satisfaction at that point. Yeah. Because they were like zombies. They couldn't move or anything, but they were still alive. And I'm pretty sure that's not the eternal life they wanted. No, I think that's just like how scared of death these people were. I think that's yeah. just why they do it. I don't know. <sighs> yeah. But no, they do like, they go through the woods. There's like some survival stuff and some back and forth bickering and fighting. Kind of like Blair Witch Project, but not as good. Because yeah. I really liked the the actors in the Language Project. It's like a really yeah. compare. It's a really comparable movie to that. I think. 
Yeah. But then they make it to the other side of the woods. Because I thought yeah. in Blair Witch, there's like a zone they enter and it makes them walk around in circles and they can't get out. It's like yeah. a weird place. And it almost implies that that's happening in this one as well until they make it out the other side. Yeah, but it was like um, things kept appearing in the woods that scared him in certain directions, though. You know, all those symbols and stuff that kept appearing. Yeah, but they... They were, like, hanging off the trees and stuff. Their goal was a cabin on the other side of the woods, and they did make it there, but the cult was already there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I like how the cult came to that cabin and then started building up a fence and everything around it. Like, for protection. But it still just came and fucked everyone up. Oh, yeah. When it got them all, it was awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, he... They stumped... Like, there's two of them still alive, and they stumble into the cabin, but then the cult is there. They capture them. Um, one of them gets sacrificed. Um, he saves the guy, doesn't he? They're the only two survivors. No, they all died except for him. Oh, no, yeah, okay. So he gets sacrificed to the monster, yeah. and then the other guy beats the monster. Yeah, because the other guy was injured. He couldn't walk properly. He couldn't yeah. walk, like, the whole trip, but he seemed to die second last. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then there's a showdown scene between dude and the monster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he ended up... Like, I don't know... I forgot. I actually forgot what happened. I don't know if the monster got destroyed by fire or he got out of the area. Well, it's been three weeks, Jess. It was a rewatch for me too. Oh, no. I should know more. It just wasn't good enough for you to remember. But that probably was just... That's just the structure, the formula. I mean, they get lost in the woods and does the Blair Witch thing and then there's a cult and then they get captured and then there's a final showdown. Yeah. With like some decent visuals. They really made the most of their location, the woods and stuff. Yeah. No, it did look good. Like, the woods was, like, perfect for that movie. Yeah. Like... I found it better than the woods in that, um... Than the... That which... Uh, what was it? Fuck. I was comparing it to Calibre, because that's another Netflix movie where it's, like, set in this beautiful location, but they're not making the most of it, and they're making a shit movie instead. Yeah, okay. Did you watch Calibre? No. Mickey made me watch it way back at the start of the year. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't remember watching Calibre at all. She was like, oh, yeah, this is better than Deliverance. And I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's as good as Deliverance, Mickey. Yeah, Mickey. Get real. What do you rate the ritual? Five. Out of ten. Wow. Yeah. I gave it a six. I liked it a little bit more than you. Just a bit. Yeah, well, see, it wasn't too bad, but I, I didn't like it. Like, I don't know. There's still things for me to nitpick at the whole movie. I thought the dudes were lame. and uh, Yeah, they were fucking lame. <laughs> that guy's character arc, getting over his cowardice, was just really basic. Yeah. Worse than an anime. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Would you double feature the ritual with Mikey and Nicky? No. Yeah, me neither. No, definitely not. Completely different movies. Damn, Jace. Destroyed them. 
Yeah, punched him in the face. I'll take that. Yeah. Oh, man. Right, so, because we had three weeks off because we were busy. Yeah, Christmas uh, time. We're going into Christmas straight away. That's it, Jess. Yeah. What's So, Christmas horror. And then after that, we'll just do um, basic Christmas. So, what's your, yeah. what's, your, what's your Christmas horror thing, Jess? Uh, Christmas Evil is the name of my movie. Oh, yeah. I like that one. I'm picking Black Christmas. It's been a long time since I've seen it. That's really Black good. Black Christmas, huh? Yeah. Black Christmas. You gave it your heart. Very next day, I gave it a 10 out of 10 on Letterboxd. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I do have Black Christmas as a 10 currently. Maybe we'll see how it goes on rewatch, Jason. Uh, I get to see it and see how it goes. Yeah, and we'll agree, we'll agree with each other and we'll both love it. And both give it 10s, you reckon? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, okay. Alrighty. Alrighty, was there anything else? Nah. Movie talk yeah, about us at gmail.com. Yeah, hear that, Keegan? Did you hear that just now? No. Movie talk about us, not TV show talk about us. Come on, Jace. She-Hulk was special. <laughs> Fucking, I'm just going to have to watch it just to, like, bring it up in the next episode. Yeah, because, like, none of the other Marvel shows drew me in like She-Hulk did. She-Hulk had the memes and, like, the the reputation. It had that rep. I was like, yeah, wow, okay. i gotta, I got to see what the be- what the deal is. And yeah, it was munted. It was pretty cool. It was munted. Oh, that's a word I haven't heard for a while. Oh, really interesting show. You got to check it out, Jess. I will, I will. It'll be my next movie after Wednesday. Mm. Um, you should kind of watch Blockbuster. What's that? Like, oh. It's stupid comedy. Like It's dumb. But um, they bring up a lot of movies um, in... Like in the TV show. References. Like, because they talk to customers like a Blockbuster customer employee would. Hell yeah. It, it's pretty dumb, but it's like 10 episodes. Oh, it's a show. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's a TV show. Oh, I don't do shows very well. It needs to be special. It needs to be, um, it needs to be like She Hulk. It needs it has to be She Hulk. Yeah, okay. Nine episodes, 30 minutes long each. It's pretty good too. Nice and smooth. Oh, yeah. Very, very easy. Yeah. Okay. Is that, is that it, James? All right. I think that's everything. Okay. Christmas horror. All right. Christmas horror is the next theme. Thanks for listening, guys. Oh, you're welcome, Jay. <laughs>